Self-Discovery Radio. The discovery of self is but a show away. With over 1,800 shows and growing, we bring you those liberating stories that help you on your own life's journey from every single topic you can think of. The only common denominator is authenticity and being in your meaningful purpose. Come and read our new e-book, plus see our discovery store and what wonderful tools we have for you. Do enjoy our shows and don't forget to share. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest, repeat offender, is Christina Hill and Othella. Today we're talking about ascension and the continuity of life. What does that mean? Well, do you think that when we die, we just disappear? There's nothing more of us? Our bodies are just our vessels. They carry this beautiful divine energy from one life to another. Where do we come from? But the universal energy. How are we made up? So many questions here to ask. We are hearing in the news right now of so many deaths. Mother Earth is pissed. This is her retaliation. It's also part of the prophecy, if you listen to the show, of what was predicted, the shake-up, earth shaking up, vibration shaking up, shifting our whole dimensional energy into a more conscious awakening of, of love and kindness and caring and harmony because we are in such a disruptive energy at the present moment. So the earth is just reacting to that disruption. It's a cleansing, it's a redirecting, it's a re-energizing of the humanity, which we do need. But in this, of course, there has been a lot of deaths, and there will be a lot more deaths to come. Should we be afraid of death? No, I don't believe so. Death is just a transition into another life or into another presence. These bodies are our vessels. The energy that is within us has been repeated many, many a time. So how do we ascend in harmony? in peace. Where does that energy go? Why do we come back? Do we have a choice of how we come back? How do we communicate with those that have power? How do we prepare for death if we have that luxury to do so? So many questions here, right? Well, Christina and Othello are going to be answering those today as we take this wonderful discussion into understanding what ascension is. She says, you are here and now. You are here and you are a awareness, awareness, energy, consciousness, you are true self, you are I am. Knowing the truth and living the truth creates an awakeness. It creates and attracts serenity in your inner world, keeping the light and rooting your feltness or openness with divine awareness means that every second of your life can be peaceful, including when you exit your body to lift off and upwards into the non-physical. Transitioning from your physical body vehicle into source energy is a natural process. It is built by nature to set you up for the journey. While there, uh, while there are certain struggles that can help you lift off smoothly in grace, there let us condition, re-educate our minds, bodies. That transition is normal. It can be fun and it can be a great um, adventure. There's much more to read here from her, and I invite you to come and read it. Plus, I invite you to listen to all the other shows that Christina and Othello has done with us. You will truly be illuminated at the end of it. So, Christina, welcome back to the show, my love. Sarah, thank you. And I think we have really touched a nerve, a topic that, I mean, let's face it, a lot of us, I would say I'd be willing to bet that at least 90, 
8% of the population feel some kind of fear or anticipatory anxiety towards this idea, this notion of death. You know, at some point in our lives, there's, there's, the majority of us have these, these moments where we just, we see this unknown and then we kind of constrict and there's, there's this fear that rises up, right? Mm -hmm. There's a fear that, that comes into our awareness and so we've really touched a nerve today, I think, just by even opening up just your beautiful introduction, just right there sort of touches that nerve. So as audience members, you go into this listening to this show, just, I think, play around and be aware of what body sensations are lighting up as open to this discussion and, and what it means for you and, and how that presents itself in the mind body because we are talking about something that first of all most of us have not experienced um and we're talking about something that is big unknown so we're 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 touching what is not known how precious that is and and i think it deserves space a lot of spaciousness and love and so i i'm just everyone to to Really rekindle yourselves. Re take a few moments as you grab your tea, as you sit back, you listen to this show. It's like, how can we bring the most gentleness to this topic when there has already been plenty done by media, by, mm -hmm. by previous generations, the people that we have grown up with, and our experiences that we have seen with our eyes about this topic, about transition. And wait, I should say... Athella has taught me so much about this, um, this idea of transition and the concept of it. And so I like to use the word transition. You'll find that in any of my talks, uh, retreats, working with Athella, she always uses this word transition and uh, in lieu of saying death and dying, simply because, I'll tell you why, humans, we have this fixed mark on certain concepts. It's like a buzzword really, that starts the body in a certain way. Certain buttons get ignited when we use certain words, and death happens to be one of them. So there's a new language that's emerging as we ascend as a race, and this new language must encompass and embody, embrace new language that is more true and that is more vivid and, and loving, really. Yeah. So light light filled words here we go and i'd like to i'd like to impress upon everyone listening to this that it is possible to think of this as a transition like you're exiting your car you're getting out of of your vehicle and that you're lifting off so the graph that you'll read it says it, you can see yourself like a kid in a bouncy house you know you're bouncing up and <laughs> you're bouncing up and down it's bouncy and you're lifting up and also like, you know, just like a rocket going up in the sky, that it's really lightweight and that you can see yourself as the shell and that you are actually leaving the shell behind to go upward. So I invite everyone to to kind of, you know, play around with the imagery there and find what works for you and maybe adopt some, some light-filled words to represent this precious moment that which we will all, of course, encounter and to maybe maybe decide 
you can decide today to hang up these old beliefs, these false pictures, you know, the, these false words that suggest at any point that we are somehow going into oblivion and that we will yeah. stop being, you know, and to, but rather to embrace what is true. And I'll tell you the, the, the truth of the matter, and we've heard it throughout the ages, no matter which religion we're talking about, people know this, we know it on, on a soul level, is that we, we continue, we are, we will always continue to be, and that's the truth. So, so let's, let's just use that springboard, I think, to begin this um, beautiful conversation, and Thank you so much, Sarah, for having me. And I'm sorry for that long-winded answer. No, but no, I no. It's, it's sparked a few, a few things. You know, it's um, the evolution of life isn't just in life. It's mm. in the lifetimes that we have. Mm. Uh, we evolve every lifetime because we, we have the memories and the learnings and the teachings of our life to guide us forward. And I always say that if we want to our, our next life to be the greatest that it can be, we need to discover that greatness in this life. Otherwise, if we're going to go into our next life with any discord or angst, we're moving that on that soul of the next life. Um, let's actually talk to some of those beliefs that you were mentioning and let's put them out there. People are afraid of dying, not ascending, dying. We're afraid of something that we are all going to have to do. I think mm -hmm. it's because, A, people don't want to go before their time. They're worried about leaving people behind. Unfinished business. Please let me finish my business before I go. The mm. other thing, of course, is dying. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants that at all. So, you know, let's just address those kind of beliefs and how we can re-dialogue around them, how we can mm. reverbage them in a way that, uh, you know, I understand, though, I understand, you know, I've got things I want to do. I want to live long enough to, to get them done in this lifetime. So when I come back to the next lifetime, I've evolved even much to go even higher in the work that I do. But how do we actually speak to people that have been given that, um, what they sentence, which, which is a, an exit date, into resolving that journey um, with light and love and letting go of here? Because I think it's a true gift if you're given a time, uh, because you can conclude things. Um but how do we reverbage it? Let's just, just look at the word death sentence. You know, um, you talk to ascension instead of death sentence, you know, or, or death itself. Can we call it passing over or going over? Can we reverbage it in a different way that is just that transitioning? My sources, my CEO, um, you know, my cheerleader, Othella, and at her in 2015, showed me quite a few things. And as a child, of course, I, I grew up with many psychic gifts that I did not know were psychic gifts. And what I was seeing uh, was, in fact, uh, people lifting off. Yeah. And, and here and there and, and everywhere, <laughs> like in a Dr. Seuss book, you know, I, I, I would see these things and I thought, you know, everybody else surely can see this. But what is it? It's, it's a human being um, in their heavy laden shell and they're laying there and uh, they're this other part of them this light body is coming out and in this moment it's like it's yes 
And there are no words for that. And I also noticed in both in my childhood and after meeting Othella, I was shown that this moment of liftoff is it's not only it's not only happening because it is happening, but it's also peace. It's the best word I can find you know, and all of our beautiful vocabulary is peace. And and so I, I again, I, it's written that the feeling that we get, I, I'm really concerned with that, the feelings that we get when we are looking at our own passing over transition are that we are headed upwards into peace. And I, I that's, that. those are the feelings in the mind-body that need to be cultivated. How do we reorganize our mind bodies so that we feel we actually feel that way? Um, I believe, as you had said, Sarah, that you know we we have so many um, different sources. You know, we have so many different um, programs that have been come through in our consciousness that get us into this feeling of fear. And how do we retrain ourselves to feel that we are, are lifting off into peace? And I think then the language becomes um, more secondary. I think the primary is the feeling sensation. A phrase that wants to come to mind is waiting to exhale. Oh, yes. The deep breath. And there's something very tranquil in that last breath, you know? Oh, let's just sustain that mm-hmm. yes I, I mean when you just said that Sarah there is an echo in the ether mm. it's like <sighs> truly here's another truth let's, because we really need to stick to truth when we're talking about a discussion like this on this topic truth is that we don't know where our next breath is coming mm-hmm. from Exactly. So we, as we fave and, and we come to our breath, we're letting go. We just simply surrender and trust in every single second that oxygen then is coming back to us, that we are taking our next breath. Buddhists practice this, though, where they ride the last exhale, not knowing about the inhale, but that right. they just stay so present. So if we can train ourselves, let's just, training step number one is back to our breath and to really be present with now, getting right back into now, riding that wave of the exhale and letting go. So in our meditations and and everyone who's not meditating daily, please, please take up practice of doing this daily where you're actually with your breath, letting that exhale be. And it's a centering, mm-hmm. and, and I think that that it's it's the most truth and light that you can bring into your life. So, so then thoughts are out of the equation. Yeah. So you're not you're not thinking at that point. You are simply one with the breath. That is the way to exit the body. I, I mean, that is absolutely 
your body is designed for that. Your your spirit is. It's like in the paragraph I, I shared with, this was Othella channeling through me through this paragraph here that I wrote, this excerpt, is that we are actually provided with the body vehicle that is designed for to come in the physical and then to leave the physical. So your body is set up to just simply breathe and then take that last breath and then ride out the exhale and lift off. Mm -hmm. It's just that we don't practice this every day. That's the thing is that we don't engage deliberately with this practice. There are Buddhists in monasteries that will, that practice the art of dying as they call it, the movement of transitioning with their breath. And there's not a lot of thought, acti- I mean, there's no thought activity, there's no problem going on, there's no resistance in the head. Because they've gotten to a point where can be very present with the breath. And you don't have to live in a monastery to get to that right. point. We can just simply decide that every day I'm going to honor myself, my breath, I'm going to honor who I truly am, the am with a meditation and be very singular and be very present with our breath. I sincerely believe, and it's, it's been through my, my experiences through childhood, um, help the transition and my experiences with Othella that I've seen the greatest success in exiting the body, the most peace, the most fun is through this practice of coming back to breath and the letting go. Yeah. You know, talking about your monks and, and, and people that get into that kind of meditation, it, it's, it's actually taking a peek of where you will go. So you, you can kind of transcend up into, you know, up into the ether, up into the universe, and you can get a feeling. People say to me, well, can you ex- describe to me how you feel when you're in your peace? And I say, mm. I'm in a void of everything and nothing. And and yes. it is so um, embracing this everything and this nothing that I am completely and utterly in knowingness and, and and not knowing anything that it is it is so completely tranquil and I think when you get into those meditations where you can actually trust that breath you can transcend up into that feeling and it gives you a kind of a precursor of, of where you're going, you know, because yes. we're not all completely reborn straight away. We may have some things we have to do, soul school or whatever else. Um, mm-hmm. or, or we, some, you know, we can actually choose how and who and what we're coming back as, uh, um, if we are coming back or if we're um, um, transcending up to a higher plane. Mm-hmm. But it's if we trust that feeling where, you know, we're, we're in everything and nothing, well, at the same time, we kind of get an understanding of how the energy works and we're less afraid of death. I've never been afraid of death. Um, mm. And I've had people come to me when they've lost people who are dying because I can speak to that transition in a way that they feel good. Plus, I worked with an awful lot of people who have just crossed over mm-hmm. and are confused where they are and need that help and that comfort to, to help them, you know, cro- open the right door to go through. Yeah, um, and it's it, as I said, it's never been. I've been surrounded by a lot of death and family members, etc. And it's always that sometimes when you see people in such suffering and you know there's no way out of it, I mm. risk them that transcendence. So because that, why put them through that extreme suffering 
when they can send and re-energize and regroup and come back, you know, in a form where they are better prepared to live yeah. here, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, oh, you wish somebody dead? No, it, that is not what I I wish them to transcend their energy because the mm-hmm. torture that their body is going through or their mind or the, is putting their soul through is something that we, sh- we would not wish on any living being. So why would we, you know, uh, condone it for me or an animal? Oh, Sarah, you and I share so many similar situations and circumstances where we've been privy to suffering mm. at this at this critical time. And I have to agree, the mind body suffering first of all that's an interpretation not a fact suffering is an interpretation not a fact that's a great affirmation if you're suffering and there's there's a lot of that um but we can transcend and we can transition as i am told we can transition when we choose to yeah we got to get to a point though where our consciousness will allow to feel that way right well, the third dimension is flight or fight, right? You know, and it's, I've got to live at all costs and fists are, and, and everything's clenched and everything is like this. And I've got to live. not living. <sighs> Breathe. Feel the energy run through your body. Feel the reason for your being, why you're here. Embrace the journey of why you're here. That's when you actually understand what life is about. There are so many people that are in a living death. Because they are not, they haven't tapped into life. They haven't tapped into the energy of life. And it isn't about defending your life at all costs. It's about living your life. Yes. Which is a hard one for people to follow. You're telling me that I shouldn't defend my life? It's that the, you have to d- defend your life in a way that you are truly and utterly living it, not in fear of losing it. Hmm. And let's look at, and I'm sorry, Sarah, my connection is, is everything, are you hearing me clearly? Perfect. Okay, beautiful. Okay, beautiful. So as we, by the way, as we go into the high flying topics, there's a lot of energy. I I just want to have everyone do, and I'm doing it myself right now, do a little check in. How is the body feeling right now? Now that we're getting Mm -hmm. into it. Because that's where the truth is, right. you know. It, <laughs> Has this upset you, clenched, you know? Yes. <laughs> sweating on the brow? You know? <laughs> Are you thinking that, the, you know, Dr. Death is knocking on the door? No, oh. it's not the case. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. fear. That is, isn't it? Right. And so that will give you a good gauge as to, you know, we take inventory of everything else. We look at our finances. We take inventory of our health. We look at our life situation. We take inventory of what's in our pantry, you know, and then we go shopping. We need to take inventory, folks, about how we feel about exiting our body, about the transition. And if there is fear and tightness, constriction, that's okay. That's fine. That's, let's just invite that. Bring that up and say, okay, okay, I've got, and take out a piece of paper, write down your body sensations, any images, okay, it's going to come up. So let's deal with it now. I have a good friend, so it's Carly, who says, you need to die before you die. Mm-hmm. 
So let's start now. Wouldn't today be a good time for you to start writing down any of these patterns, any old images, any fears, write them down, and then if you need to, put it in a drawer somewhere. Shut the drawer, walk away from it, but just know that you have taken inventory of something that needs to be dealt with. And because there is no fear of, of death, that, that only exists in the head. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we get, um, it gets programmed in as we're kids, as we grow up, and as we watch movies and all this other stuff. It gets programmed in the body. And the beautiful thing here is that those programs can be changed. Yeah. And there are so many tools that work and they work fast. And you can literally change the blueprint and go into it as you would a child entering into an example, a child going into a bouncy house, you know, and all this fun where you can bounce around and you feel lightweight and there, there is no heaviness anymore. There's just taking your shoes off. You know, when you go in the bouncy house, you take your shoes and you're just boing around and there's plenty of room and space and it's fun and Gosh, that, that's a great experience. That's a great image. You can adopt that image in your mind body as it was transitioning. But, but we don't have education on this. I mean, we just get to a point where we see the end, and then we think whatever it is that, that, that is coming, you know, is associated with those old beliefs. And, and so, somehow, all, a lot of people have got it in their heads that they have to transition through suffering like that association is is very that is that's just widespread it's like one of the biggest lies I think that exists on the planet is that through the dying process one must suffer it must be um this traumatic event that you know that everyone must suffer and and that the loss around you are suffering as well and and all these things so we can i guess what i'm trying to say in synopsis is that we can deliberately change all of that and as a you can start as an individual and then go and teach the transitioning process to your family to your friends you go out and you live it you know and and talk about it openly and start, you know, the planet starts healing that way. We start to have a new relationship with transitioning. And I agree with you, Sarah. I'll say something else. What you said in the beginning um, about how we can get a taste of what that is, yeah. it's, so, it's so untouchable with words. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's a feeling that we can taste when we go into these higher elevation meditation experiences so so utterly divine and you have to sit to understand it uh, because there is no translation for it but you know let's let's go back to another thing here people are still preconceived that it is heaven or hell Mm. you know my perspective on this has always been if you are unhappy if you are in turmoil if you're in um in pain, you're already in hell. <laughs> and the heaven is to be found within your life, in your existence here on this planet, in this vessel. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've had people say to me, you know, um, 
when I die, I'll go to heaven and I won't feel pain anymore. I won't have suffering anymore. Uh, do you think, quote, heaven will let you in with angst with all that discord? You would bring disruption. Um, so there is kind of soul school for people who transcend that aren't ready yet to let go of things that they're upset about. Mm-hmm. And you cannot go into this one uh, or transcend, let's say, up to a higher level until you have reached that purity of of love. And that love has no angst. It has, um, it has no anger. It has no regrets. Uh, there is nothing to forgive. It is purely love. That mm-hmm. is when you can truly transcend. But you don't just do it because you die. There's still work to do, right? You know, that, mm-hmm. that's why you come back over and over again to do this mm-hmm. work. So you choose right now, heaven or hell, in your existence, right this very minute. And if you're living in fear, in anger, in pain, in discord, you are in hell. What are you going to do to get out of it? How are you going to raise your vibration right now to embrace that beautiful, peaceful, loving heart that is heaven? Mm-hmm. That is the death you're talking about. That is the death that you need to have. Because when you do transcend the beauty of love into that beautiful energy, you have to have a death of all that worries you, all that angsts you. Because you cannot live an existence of love with that. So, yes, we have to have a passing. It's a transition into life within this body before we even transcend out of the body. Beautiful. I always allow for the spacious <laughs> silence to, because these, these things that we're talking about, we're talking at an intellectual level right now, but mm-hmm. you can also feel it. This is true. These are the truisms. And yeah. the only that needs to be done. It doesn't matter where you have come from no. or what you have done or, or what kind are, of... How exactly. You are, <laughs> what color you are, what sex you are. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, none of that stuff matters. No. And you can just, um, as Sarah has said, increase your vibration now. Yes. And then five minutes from now, if you see you've taken a turn, it's gone down, increase your vibration again. And there are so many ways to do this. One technique that Othella teaches first and foremost for myself and for others is this simple breath meditation where you just come back to yourself, come back to the breath. Do it now? Let us do it now. There is no time but now. Right, exactly. Take us. I am giving you all a high five. Please observe animals. Animal sits. Animal perceives. It breathes. Animal is more tied to universal consciousness.
when you come away from the story of fear you are able to feel what is and that is light no matter where you are your body vessel is hearing this through the ears you can capture essence presence through the breath I love you Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you, Christina. I want to talk about who Othella is. She comes to you in the name of Othella as a image of a woman. But she really is, is a divine entity of light. Accumulation of lives that have been before that has decided not to transcend higher but to step up and help humanity on its journey is that the way you would put blissful words I'm I'm I actually stumble over the words and then you know I I fumble and then I and then Othella corrects me (laughs) but what you have just said really it outlines what the entity of Othella is. This sort of outlining with words is important because I, I believe when people come in act with... So the uh, recorder just stopped there right now. And very often what happens when there is a, a surge of energy, our internet cannot keep up. And, you know, you were saying about the way I described it, because as human beings, we do need a description to understand, don't we? Yes. But the simpler the description, as you said, outlined, we can color in whatever color we see, but mm-hmm. that outline just gives a little comprehension for us to understand the color we're seeing. Yes. So it is with that that I invite everyone to let your take your lid off of your imagination for a while and let yourself fly, fly free with the idea that it's incomprehensible to describe a, <laughs> a, a, a interdimensional being and Othella is a being that is here for one reason and that reason is healing. So whatever form or shape that takes, whether it takes you to a bookstore or clients will come for retreat, they change their lives, they change their careers, they they become quote unquote enlightened and carry that on into their organizations um, going on to donate money or or decide where they're going to live or just to find their soulmate. Really, it 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 really doesn't matter 
what image you give to Othella. And she's, she's given me permission to say that, but that she's, prefers to be seen as an angel because that's easier yes. for hum- that's easier for humans to digest. It's also it's also more comforting. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. Yes. Yes and and I believe we did a show a while back mm-hmm. and it, it touched on this a bit about who is this entity? Who is this being and how do you know who you're talking to? Right. Well, we we could have a whole show on this, and and I'm actually working on an autobiography, but I can tell people a little bit about my life prior to meeting this beautiful angel we call Othella, and tying in with her energy, and then letting her lift us up in our organization to where now we help people around the world. I could tell people about the, the world I was living in before that, and gosh, that is my one that's my one proof. If I ever needed a proof, mm. I could say I had a total, total, complete transformation of my life after meeting Othella, all for the good and all for the betterment um, of everyone that I come into contact with now. So that's that's really, for me, um, the answer that I give to people when they say, who is this Othella? Well, she is a, a dimensional being, yes, but she's also here for you. Like, yeah. And and we don't necessarily, like electricity, we don't necessarily know how it works, but we know that it works. Yep. And we can do the outlining, as Sarah suggested, that's beautiful. Fill it in, color it in, take from it and use it to raise your vibration. And that's really um, where the healing begins and, and then also I invite people to explore more about Othella and go to our website at othella.org. And in any capacity, whether it's a, a video, we have lots of free meditations, some of her writings, but to really use it as a daily part of life to just, to just remind you that we are light beings and that this, this idea here of... Um, dying death and and these other things that that we actually can change that and we can see it as the transition to where we come from who we are and that it's pure source energy and that we have choices we have options at that point I mean, Othella is pure source energy who has directed her energy towards you to enhance you to do the work you need to do here on the planet in raising people's vibration and ascending into their own truth. Um, Yes. Everybody has angels around them. It's just a question of, are you opening up your channel? And we've done a show on channeling and it, you know, opening up. And it's like the reason why churches are not being followed as much because it used to be you had to go to church and go through the priest to attach to God, you know, to connect Mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. Now we're actually understanding it's a direct line, you know, to source, to God, to whatever you wish to believe in. It's a direct Mm -hmm. source to that. That is your knowingness. That is your breath. That is your truth. That is your love. And when you step into that light, you are channeling. And then the information that you get is going to be that divine truth of knowingness. And it's, we have got, as you said, you, and Othella says, and we all say, I say get out of head, and you say, and Othella says, get mm-hmm. out of thought. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I've said it time and time again, I'm going to say it again. When you listen 
through your soul, through the divine intellect, and it resonates with your heart and truth, it goes to your spirit into action, your mind will know what it needs to know at the time it needs to know it. That is the important thing, is trusting that our soul, heart and spirit's intellect, the divine knowledge, will direct our thoughts to what needs to be done in that moment. If we stay in our thoughts, we're on a treadmill, constantly asking why, creating more delusionment and confusion, Ooh. and because we have not allowed the heart, soul and spirit to be a part of the conversation. Yes, yes. And and just as a, a, a little tag onto that, Sarah, how do we get ourselves into the habit of inviting spirit into our everyday world. I believe the first step is through meditation. I, mm-hmm. I believe that a, a daily meditation practice, it needs to be included. It must be a must have for your day because then you're not allowing the mind to get on that treadmill. You're, yeah. you're actually, you're getting in the habit of stepping away from thought altogether. We're not saying thought is bad. no. no. Of course, thought, saying, thought is very productive. Not but, thought but first. We, yes, that's right. <laughs> open yeah, your channels. I mean, open your channels. That's right. <laughs> open it up because when you when you're asking questions like, "Well, my channels feel closed. I can't really receive. I, I don't know where. I, there's no mental clarity." That is a clear signal that you need to come away from mind yes. and sit for a while and be with spirit um, and let those channels open up so that you can be directed. And it's just as simple as that. I, you know, there's, there's really no other magic formula there. That's just a daily habit. And if you continue every day to do that, it will be like brushing your teeth, like driving your car. It will just seem bizarre to live any other way. Yep. And then you'll find that life moves smoother. You'll have less dipping down, going up, dipping down, going up. It'll be a question of, oh, I'm going to return to essence or however you want to call it. I'm going to return to light. I'm going to have a conversation with my guides. I I call it a meeting with the guides. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm talking with Othello all the time. So everyone can do this. doesn't matter where you're at in your life journey. Um, You you could be anywhere. You could be in the grocery store. It's okay to step away from thoughts and go into spirit realm, into that lightness, and then open up those channels. And And I invite everyone, again, going back to our topic, do that as it relates to transition. And let, let the truths come through pure consciousness so that it drowns away all those old fears. You'll find that when you're in these states, in these higher dimensional places in meditation, that you're actually able to feel truth. Mm-hmm. And, and then the, the shadow, the shadow and the fear, and as Othello called it, the darkness, that stuff doesn't even exist. It's, it's like the truth and the light are there for the taking. And it's just that our minds get in the way. We get obscured. It gets, you know, it, it gets all fumbled up in there with the thoughts and the old conditioning. So yeah. as it relates to transitioning, if, if you're listening to this, for example, and you, you have that, um, that sensation that it, it is soon time for you to transition, 
I have, I have one or two clients right now currently who, who are there. And what we do is we come into pure consciousness together. So find a buddying partner because it really works well when you have other, when you have community, at least one other person or an animal. And you come into pure conscious state where you're highly alert, you're awake, but you're not thinking. You're, you're breathing and you're in that pure consciousness state. And linger there and be there for yourself for as often as you can so that you can really feel the difference between the I am and the thinker. Right. And and that, that's that's something I, important I wanted to share with everyone as we as we touch on this um, beautiful topic of transitioning. It's, that's, it's, it's learning yeah. to recognize when when that transition is really there for you, because you you with your meditation, with your breath, you've you've visited it. You've been at the door and you're less fearful when that door finally comes for you. You know, OK, now it's time for me to go through that door and, and it hasn't hitting you right on the head. And, you know, for people who know they're going, as I say, it's a gift because they can they can really sort things out before they go and get ready for it. And a lot of people, you know, it comes for them, you know, um, without any preparation. So in other words, we sh- if we are willing to ride this beautiful wave, every aspect of our lives, we're always prepared for no matter what, whether it comes suddenly or whether it we've you know been given time to prepare for it. If we live in that state of being, of you know, going to the door, trusting that space of breath, we'll learn that's what that transition is. And when our time does come, it doesn't shock us so much. A lot of the people I've helped that have passed over, mm-hmm. you know, passed over so quickly that they didn't realise they're actual dead. And yes. and you know, that's the thing. Yeah, you've crossed over. It's now helping them take that breath you know, you're no longer in the body. This is where your spirit moves forward. Um, if they prepare for that beforehand, it isn't such a shock. Another thing I want to hit on that you talked about earlier is we've got to pay attention to the signs in life. Um, you know, one of the person I interviewed who wrote the list, shouted out loud, is that if you're needing help with somebody or help with something in your life, don't be afraid to ask for it. In whatever medium, social medium, your friends or whatever... People, spirit very often uses people to help you with what you need. And if they don't know what you need, if you have not shouted it out loud, how do they know how to help you? And Mm -hmm. it's also paying attention to those signs. You could be in a grocery store and you could turn around and start a conversation with someone in line. And that profoundness of the statement that they make at that moment could be the information you're needing right now. And it's... We've got to take the blinkers off. We've got to take the earmuffs off on the bloody headphones off. Get out of your texting and tap into the sensory of life because it's constantly guiding and speaking to us. Yes. Yes. There are no limits in the eyes of universe. Mm-mm. Um, that's another truth. (laughs) So, so as we are limitless, then as we're going, you're going out in your world and, and I agree with you, Sarah, so much so that I'd be, I want to go ahead and, and say also that our guides or, you know, you can call them angels, 
or energy beings, light beings that we have around us, surrounding us at all times. You have an army packed behind you. You really do. Every single human does. That they come to us and present themselves through other people, through other animals, through nature, um, through relationships, and through literally science. And so if you... Yeah, if you're thinking, is this a sign? Could this be a sign? Then I think it's a good time to check in, mm-hmm. get quiet, become still, and then and then ask that and let yourself be guided. So any any problem, like Othello says, any problem you've got, the solution is already here. It's literally waiting for you to raise your frequency or vibration to it. And... Uh, relate that again take that to the topic of transition and if you're having some of these stumbling blocks some of these fears as just as you've listened to this um, little show here that we've we've talked a bit about this and we've gone into it any of those fears or old programming that comes up and go out and reach out for help to resolve and to paint a new picture for yourself so that you're you're really at peace with this, you know, we're in the current of life, right? So, so at that point, so that it's not jarring, so that it's not shocking, you have, um, you have serenity with it. We have serenity with yourself. Yeah. And there's, there's so many different techniques. Um, you know, if you, if you come to Othello.org, that's, that's one way. There's also EFT, there's, there's affirmation writing, as you have seen on the excerpt here. It's a great start is just to write out what do I wish to feel about this topic, about transitioning? And, and just simply start to, to play with these affirmations. Start to say the new information to yourself. Write it out. And just realize that we are divine light beings. So the vibration that we're in, that's what we're going to experience in our world, of course. We all know that. You know, Put yourself in the vibration of what it is you truly want and and write it out and um, start with affirmations. I think that is a, a fantastic way to begin your journey with a new relationship as it relates to transitioning. It's communicating with self, isn't it? It's seeing mm. what's inside of you by allowing it to come out of you. I'm actually going to hit on another topic right now, which is that of suicide. Um, suicide, obviously, from a religious aspect, you're going to go to hell. Um, it's a coward's way out. It's this or that. And sometimes, uh, you know, we're given challenges and pain and things like this to to, to transcend through, to, to, to fight through and to become, you know, that beautiful butterfly that we're meant to be. And, you know, as anybody who's given birth, we know nine months of pregnancy and labor is, you know, really, really painful. But what you get at the end of it, you forget all pain. And going through a certain amount of pain in life and giving birth to yourself as this beautiful new butterfly in an embracement of of love and truth and and divine energy, it's all worth it completely. But for some people, the pain is too much, the suffering is too much, they cannot change that channel. And for some people, it's, well, I'm here, I've done what I've had to do in this life, I've, I've come and felt what I had to feel in this life. I no longer need to be here. So I think that sometimes we need to actually look at why did a person take their life? Um, Is it that they just recognize it's their time to go? Um, um, Or, you know, is it because there was no one around there to help them through that pain? Um, But we can't judge, can we? Because, you know, ultimately they're not going to be judged for passing over. 
Oh, I could not agree with you more. And in fact, I, I, I sort of see, you know, both you and I have a level of expertise, Sarah, that is quite rarely and frankly, it's rarely recognized in, in this physical world, but a level of expertise working with the non-physical and those beings that have, that have ejected from the body um, of their own accord. Mm. So, so again, I'm, I know I'm big on wording, but we're moving into a new realm with ascended language. And so ejecting from the body before the body is ready um, or before it is time to naturally do that. When that happens, I, I feel like you have worked with those individuals, uh, those beings on the other side, as well as myself. I've seen that many, many times where it's kind of a popping out and it's like a surprise. And then there's so much grief at that point yeah. or, or just confusion and like, oh, I'd rather go back. Oh, I, I, can I have the body back? Oh, there, oh, and then kind of like this period of time where it's it's like this, you know, murky, you know, situation, and and then there's some education for that being, and then you know, light, some guidance and light. So there is absolutely no need for judgment. There is no judgment. So when we drop out of the story, then we see, and it's it's just pure energy. But we cannot judge these individuals, and, and there is no judgment whatsoever. And I encourage anyone who's had someone close to them who's exited in this way to just practice the forgiveness of self, practice the forgiveness of that person, and to, as often as possible, come out of the story and, and relinquish the judgments um, that is the best way to yeah. help that being. It, you know, that's that's really, yeah, that's all that can be said with that. And and that being will find its way in its yeah. own consciousness. And and those situations, um, they do happen. I, it's I more really the people they leave behind, isn't it? It's like, oh, I should have done more. Why didn't I see the signs? You yeah. know, why did they leave us? And, you know, the anger and everything else. And we've got to understand we're not in that that person's body you know um i you know i know through working with people there are a lot of people that are in bodies that are completely and utterly contrast to who they are as a being and the Mm. conflict is just too much for them to bear Mm. and you know it's yes it's it, it any form of passing over is always the hardest on people that are left behind Mm-hmm. The people who have passed over, they're fine. The amount of messages I've had from, from people who yes. have passed over for their loved ones, I'm all right. I am perfectly safe. I am perfectly happy. I worry about you, you know, to their loved ones. And it's it's don't cry for the person that's crossed over. What you're crying for is the fact you've been left behind. Recognize that. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel that loss. But understand it's the body that's gone. Their spirit and their energy is still with you as long as you uh, encompass it and allow it to be. That's right. And the best way to do that, I think, is to, I, I feel this very strongly, the suffering cycle that we all, I mean, all of us have been there. If, we, if you've lost someone in your life, either through um, suicide or through natural process, you know this. The suffering cycle, um, as soon as you are able to come out of that and become present 
then you're able to open up and you are able to commune and and be with that being and understand what's really true. I mean, we're we're all energy. And of course, energy is never destroyed. It's never created. It's just ongoing. So I like to to think of this I've shared this analogy with you before, Sarah, is like the ice cube, right? Yes. You have the ice cube in your hand. Practice this, you know, t- be like a child again. Let's let's go through a, a little practice here. Just take a piece of ice and put it in your hand. Understand that it's water. It's a solid formation. It's going to start melting. It melts turns into liquid, and then drips off of your hand. This is a wonderful practice for understanding that, first of all, we're all made up of water, too. Yeah. So that's, a, that's another great thing. We're all going to melt at some point yes, or other. Yes, we're all going to melt. <laughs> and so as you, as you go into, and, and I particularly, I kind of prescribe this as, as people are going through the, the process of, of helping a being that they've known in their life to, to cross over or helping themselves with their own healing um, for a loss is to take that ice cube and do this exercise and realize that there is no end, you know, and that uh, water is just fine. Water is fine and dandy, you know, and it's, it's our perceptions that need to change. It's the suffering story that we need to come out of. And this practice is something very visceral, very physical, holding that ice cube, watching as it turns to liquid, drifting off of your hand, and realizing that the water has just changed. So transition is change. Um, I think when we use when we use words that trigger our mind bodies, and everyone has different different words that are going to trigger them, but these words they trigger us into believing that we could actually stop existing or that our our dear beloved one is gone like gone yeah. you know and so so these these ideas i also encourage people to to quit watching images reading news and mm-hmm. I, I mean things that feed these these fears f- things that feed this um falseness really and that you start filling your eyeballs with light, that you start seeing images of truth. And looking at nature is a great way to do this. So that we see the cycle yeah. and the never-ending cycle of energy. Or if you want to, if you're feeling adventurous, you can read about quantum physics. You can go online, do a little research, and you'll see that there's... It's- Oof. Because yeah, stacks of shows here on, on the quantum right. energy and how it oh. works. And, and from a scientist's point of view, or people that came from science and, you know, are now using it. And it's it's becoming more mainstream. It's becoming more understandable. And, yes. you know, you talk about the cycle of life, you know, that that is the way we are made. It's the cycle of life. We're here to learn. We're here to love. We're here to transcend and take what we've learned on, you know, to the next realm. And that is consequently it. And, you know, we say, you know, be emotionally tuned in but don't be emotional because when you become mm-hmm. emotional you you give in to the drama and the drama becomes a trauma and you get mm-hmm. stuck in that loop which now you're in a, a constant pain and yes you've lost someone yes I know it's painful being there done that a, a loss of a child I understand I've known a number of people have lost their children and it's a different type of pain, one I, I pray I never have to go through. But at the same time, for those that have embraced their child's signature of energy and brought it with them 
they can go through this so much easier and learn to be guided by the light of that child mm. and don't give in to the sorrow of that child. So it does come to that choice. I was talking with someone the other day whose son went for a jog on Christmas Day and dropped dead. Nobody knew he had a heart problem. Mm-hmm. And it was he transcended in shock. That was one of those people you know, that no preparation for. And, and of course, it's them as parents left behind. And it's, and she's saying, but I feel him. And am I going mad? I said, no, you're opening up your channeling. Do not worry about what anybody else thinks. Purely tap into the love of your child and how he's with you, how you're with him. Let him take you on whatever journey he wishes to take you on. (laughs) Trust the love. Trust the light. Who gives a damn what anybody else's opinion is? This is your relationship with him as it was from the moment you conceived him or her, Mm -hmm. from the moment you gave birth to the moment they passed over or transcended. That connection that you have with them never dies. Never. No, never. Never. How could it? Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and even from a quantum physics, again, just look at the science. It is impossible yeah. for that energy to be destroyed mm-hmm. or created. It's just ever going, ever on eons and infinity beyond our ability to even comprehend. And Sarah, what a beautiful um, coaching that you gave to this woman Gosh, I just wish that us as humanity that that we have more of this. I, I want this for humanity. Is that this education of this is this is real? What is happening to you is real. Take it and fly with yeah. it. Follow it, you know, and and disregard. You know, you're going to be setting yourself up for for some ridicule, obviously, from some people who are not as ascended or who are not in that dimension in that frequency Don't with take you. Take it personally. But yeah, just don't, it's totally about them. It's their content. It's their stuff, not on you. And that you just, you continue on and you, you foster this relationship, even though it may be a non-physical one. And that is healthy. That is beautiful. And that will take you to so much, so much, so many other things, including your own healing from that, that, that inner, that place where that story is held, you know, that suffering story. Um, it, it's, it provides a way, an avenue for you to move out of sorrow and into yeah. light. Because, th- yeah, that's, that's the way to go always in the way of light. You do and, not need to justify yeah. how you feel. It's no. not for them to understand how you feel. It's for them to respect how you feel and not right. impose their limitations on you. Um, th- the yeah. whole thing about tapping into this beautiful divine energy both you know we have have to understand the energy that we're talking about in ascension is the same energy as we live in now it's mm-hmm. just a different signature it's just serving a different purpose it's without body when it's in right. body it has a different purpose when it's without body it has a different purpose it's all mm-hmm. the same energy when we tap into that if other people have not yet embraced that journey that is their journey do not let their their judgment or misunderstandings, you know, contaminate or misconstrued how you're feeling. Please embrace what you're feeling, own it. No judgment on them because they're not there yet. Right. Do not accept any judgment from them because they're not there yet. And there are so many people who are already ascending in their energy in life that understand 
embrace those people, seek those people, raise your yes. vibration and ask those people to come to you. Then mm-hmm. be aware, be open, and you will meet them in the most unusual places, but <laughs> you will meet them. And then you yeah. will realize you are not alone and there are so many of us out there. And the more there is, the more light and love that's going to go out to the universe and this planet. Beautiful. Absolutely. And congruency. So you're congruent with mind body says, yes, this is the way. Great. You have found your way. And then it's time to find others to be at a vibrational match and to begin the community. So if you're in that position, you're developing relationship with with a beloved one that has passed or for anything else that you feel is on your path and you're looking for community, put out that intention. Yeah. You know, throw it out there like a boomerang and wait Confetti. for it to come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to and celebrate can, other souls like me. Yay! <laughs> and you could throw up your hands and li- literally like clap your hands and, and feel that confetti. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's coming and, yes. and you've you set the intention out there. That's just as real as the chair you're sitting in right you know it, it's even if it's in the non-physical unmanifested yet but it comes back into the physical and you'll have your community um to share and and to care and to, to spread that energy um we, we talk a lot sarah about the healing of the planet mm-hmm. it starts with this yes it starts with these things peaceful harmonic energy is what the healing is and you know there's two things i want to address here one when somebody is passing over and you're with them, they're ascending, a simple stroke of the brow and the hair or their arms um, of, you know, you were loved, you were respected, we'll still be connected. Do not cry, do not go hysterical, do not, no, don't leave me. Take them through the tranquility by stroking the body, but especially the forehead and the hair is so mm-hmm. relaxing that they you know, um, can trust the feeling that they're feeling that is coming for them and the transcending them with peace without their body, you know, feeling being pulled. It's really important to how you are around someone transcending. Help them through it with love, kindness, gentility and celebration. The other thing is when we do hear of so many deaths like we have with the hurricanes, uh, the earthquakes, uh, the floods, the fires, um, what we can do is send out that loving prayer for their souls to transcend into peace um, because they have crossed over. There's nothing we can do about that. Uh, we can't save them. They're, that was whatever their time. But we can ask for a safe passage for their journey that they transcend in peace and never, ever underestimate the power of your intent, of your mm. loving energetic intent because the more of us that do the more that it is felt and the more that we heal those people that have crossed over um that have ascended into this beautiful light they're okay let's just help them on their journey yes i couldn't agree with you more with everything you just shared if you are near someone that is transitioning or perhaps you are in a situation with um, a a worker for hospice, for example, I've had many experiences with hospice um, practitioners and, and their loved ones and family members in between. And what a beautiful position you are in. That is a a very sacred, loving place Um, or just to be close to one, someone who is transitioning and, and to give that person your presence. Yes. Your your full, unpolluted presence. Mm. And that just basically means coming to a quiet stillness. Yep. 
pure and love. to be yeah pure love and to be real for that person to be there for them i love the the touch and and how how beautiful and how motherly and how tender we can be mm. in this precious time um and to maybe save or reserve any of those negative feelings for another time for 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 not for that time but for your own inner space your own inner work which you can bring to your guides and your meditation and and all of that and then with regard to earth changes and the shaking and the tumbling of the of the earth and and what's happening in the world to protect our eyes and our children's eyes from seeing these images and that instead to be a powerful creator and a powerful intender for all those who beings who are transcending who are transitioning in these events that we we provide again pure love pure consciousness through our thought formations that we don't give energy attention awareness to darkness and to negativity but instead we we celebrate light and we see these beings transitioning freely openly um this is in my opinion this is the greatest gift we can give and to to really clean ourselves out to start with ourselves and our communities and raising the vibration of the planet it begins with you and and that it really starts on these shows you're developing it we're getting there that's the best that we cannot save the planet from doing what it's going to do you know but we can do our part and i think we we all know now it, it's, it begins with the individual, and we can do that through our, our beautiful intention, our beautiful, beautiful energy that we send to these beings as they transition. And if you, if you happen to see some sort of unexpected event, um, you know, I, I've had some people work with trauma as well, coming to Othello, hey, I saw this traumatic event and it came before my eyes, and uh, now I can't get it out of my head. And if you happen to be in that moment, again, become very present. It, see if you can see what's happening without the mind going and interpreting it. See if you can come into that oneness, the consciousness, and and a breath in that moment of impact or in that moment. That is pure love. And that is, I think, the again, the greatest gift that we can give to ourselves and to others in these in these moments. So um, that let's not underestimate that. That's no. quite powerful in its own right. Yes, we're we're going to see horrific things. We're going to hear of horrific things. You know, mm-hmm. to to those that impose horrific things, wish them a conscious and a heart, because once yeah. they step into heart, they know what they're doing is wrong. When we see horrific things of of people passing, you know, ascending, crossing over, let us give them the energy they need to cross over peacefully, no matter how horrific their transcendence is on this side. Let them step into that loving peace of tranquility on the other side. Um, And to understand that, you know, death is not the final frontier. You know, it is it is purely a transcendence uh, back into that pure divine energy. And from there, our journey will be decided whether we come back or whether we ascend or whether we are become one of those angel entities that help someone else. It all depends on what we've achieved in each of our lifetimes. So let us, you know, ascend in our own lifetime into that beautiful divine energy so that we 
can be of purpose to humanity now and not wait until we have ascended and crossed over. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. This is all in our evolution anyway. Yeah. We're, we're evolving yeah. anyway. So, so why not do it with some flair and with, with, with your strong foothold mm-hmm. in, in what is true? Um, it, it, when the fear and, and things come up, you know, that, that's the shadow and that's the stuff that, that's the material really that we need to cleanse from the collective consciousness. And, and we, we're working at this every day. We're, we're releasing every day. And if you're listening to this show, all the shows that, that we've done and, and of course all the other speakers and Sarah and all of these beautiful portals for healing that are opening up you know, we, we are ascending. Yeah. So this is, this it's is happening. It's yes. happening. Yes. And, um, so, you know, I'm going to let everybody know what our next chapter is because, you know, I enjoy interviewing you so much and every time it's a beautiful beacon of light that goes out. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in that opening up to the awareness, as, as we know, and if people follow the station, they know that I'm about to transcend into a new energy myself Ooh. of purpose of which you are a part of. And so what you're going to be expecting from us in the future is that we are going to be doing shows on... Um, family uh, unities um, ascending together into this beautiful divine energy. I'm not talking about crossing over. I'm talking about ascending in life, uh, transitioning into divine energy. And the ultimate game is, you know, Christina does these wonderful retreats for people in which to discover that beautiful energy along with the fella. And, uh, and, you know, bringing families to those retreats so that it's not one person going back trying to convince the other. It's the whole family unity going through it at the same time. And then the beautiful ripple effect that they have through this experience that they bring it back to their community. And um, self-discovery community is going to be um, raising funds for these various organizations uh, that will help pay for families that can't afford to go to these particular services. So stay tuned um, because you are going to see this uh, wonderful thing happening in the near future. And it's all about as much energy that we can release within people for them to ascend into their beautiful light in the here and now, the more that we're going to have that beautiful ripple effect um, of of love that's going to go around the world and heal this planet. So it's, uh, it's part of that equation because by getting the whole unity, you know, it, it really builds their own community, doesn't it? Oh, truly, truly. And what a great, what a great service. I'm so honored. I say this a lot. I'm so honored to be um, of service in this way. Our retreats are already, you know, dynamite jam packed with uh, techniques. Um, the way that we set retreat up, it's actually very here and now it's it's very fluid. And I do work with quite a few individuals who have families and they ask the question, well, this is great for me, but how do I, how do I bring this to yeah. my family and to the, you know, the walls that, that are in our family, the, the home, the, the heartbeat of the home. And then how do I then go out and, and share this in my work community with my associates? How does, how do my children go to school and then blend this into their uh, education mm-hmm. learning environment? And this is answering that call. Yeah. This, this, 
presents an opportunity for families to come together, yep. to rise up together, and that we have these beautiful indigo children and crystal children who need the, the learning, who, who are the teachers, but they also need the learning. And we take the lessons, we work with the adults as well, that we're all cleansing, purifying, and we're raising our collective vibration together as a family. And boy, that is a powerful, unified family, the one that goes to the ascension through that process together. Right. And it's yes. learning to manage it, manage their energies in a, a beautiful mm-hmm. harmonic cohesiveness that mm-hmm. allows everyone's light to shine, but yes. in harmony of everyone else. So it's, um, you know, yes. the techniques that they learn from this is, is not only to trust their own ascension in life, but to trust the energies of each other and, and you mm-hmm. know, how to be their own orchestra. Mm-hmm. you know, and uh, create their own harmony uh, that then resonates out with everyone else. So um, right. it's a lovely yes. direction, which I'm very proud to be a part of. And I look <laughs> forward to that next chapter. And I think our next show is going to be a round table with, with Michael, who is the uh, energy manager, um, which I think would be a very interesting conversation between the two of you of how do we actually manage those energies so they don't crash the internet or they don't conflict with someone else. You know, right. you know, it's it's how to ride the wave and not make it a you know a, a tsunami. <laughs> oh, precisely. <laughs> I love that analogy, particularly since I'm we're in the Yucatan right, right. now, um, and all these uh, these currents, right, and and uh, all the, the different storms on the on the seas. And as you mentioned, learning about energy management. Uh, that that is about learning to play your instrument in the orchestra yes. without and and really it's it's learning to play collectively but without disturbing or disrupting other players and also disturbing yourself so yeah, like succinctness. yeah yeah managing managing yourself managing yeah. with the others and then feeling great all the while so i look forward i really look forward with great anticipation to this next chapter and our round table with michael and um, these skills they're they're real life skills they're things that we do not learn in school as we grow up and now we are ascending as a planet so we have these opportunities for retreat for families to learn them to to learn energy management and um, I'm, I'm so thrilled to be a part of this so thank you once again Sarah, it's been just awesome fun and very grounding and centering. I encourage everyone to drink drink heapfuls of water after listening to something like this and then putting yourself in the frequency of this is important to cleanse yeah. and to really self-care and to self-love and um, and be out in the natural world today. Go, maybe go outside and touch a plant, touch a child, it, 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 have some energy exchange with your pets yes. and, and be, be connected in that way so that you can kind of integrate and just gently, tenderly um, integrate these concepts, these these energy levels here today that we've shared, because it, it is, it's a topic, transition being a topic that is precious, and it deserves your tender, loving kindness towards yourself and towards others. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. So go out and let the sun kiss your brow, or if it's raining, <laughs> let it water you. Um, yes. And the whole thing about life is being 
connected, connected to everything around you, everything within you, um, knowing to put up your boundaries as to not let any of the friction or the, the negatives in, um, but, you know, to, to ride that wave in a harmonic way that you can turn your volume up without drowning people out. Um, and it's, it's very, very important. So that's going to be a very important topic, as with the families that we're going to be helping down in the road. So in the meantime, my love, how do people get hold of you? What have you got on offer right now? Oh, thank you so much for that. Um, and yes, as always, Athela is an open, uh, a flinging open, really, door. So and it's a door. It's no a door. door that no you, door. Just yeah. an open passage. Yes. Yeah, just it <laughs> open. And, and really so that um, you can get the full benefit is to come to athela.org. That's A-T-H-E-L-L-A dot O-R-G. And use it to connect to yourself. And that's the best way, that's the best invitation I give to people is use it as a permission slip to feel great and use it as a permission slip to come back to you um, and to connect to to the guides that you have around you, of course. So you'll find us at athela.org. We offer retreats year round. Right now we are beginning our world tour and we are in the Yucatan Peninsula. So beach and sun and a beautiful, beautiful beach home, which is a waterfront home, awaits you and your family members for private retreat with myself and Athela, where we dive into so many things, um, too many things to list here, but really it's a meditation in its own right and a way for you to uh, to learn everything that we've talked about here today and then some um, these core uh, teachings about learning how to ascend and how to be the upgraded human, which you are. We're all ascending anyways. So that's an offering. And also you can meet Othella anytime for a private session. I do Skype sessions. Uh, I do public events. And those public sessions happen all over the United States and in Mexico currently because that's where we're at. So I invite anyone, if you feel called, um, to explore all of this and then some. She has free videos, meditations, books. There's free ebooks on there that you can download and to to connect with yourself really and, and to be to feel that oneness and begin with the meditation. That that's really primary is every day a meditation for yourself. And I'm I'm very blessed. I'm I have to say that the life that I lived prior to meeting Othella and the life that I live now are worlds away. And and I have to owe it up to. I can't take credit for it. I have to owe it up to this beautiful angel who has um, guided me and who guides our organization. So Othella.org, and you are all welcome. I can't wait to meet you all. Now you stepped into your meaningful purpose and you're living it truly because you embraced yourself from the inside out in order to connect with the divine energy. Um, thank you for taking that journey and opening up because it just shows us that we all can. And, uh, you know, when we learn how, we learn how to manage it and we learn how to listen to it, you know, we are never alone and we are very much part of the solution. So don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of ascending in life. Don't be afraid in, in ascending after life. It is all beautiful divine energy. The only fear that you should have is if never, ever waking up and, and ascending into any form of energy. Uh, living in fear itself is crippling. The moment you decide to change that dialogue, 
dog and set yourself free as energy is, the more you're going to actually understand how beautiful that divine energy is and the purpose of your own life. So thank you so much, Christina and Othella, for being with us here again today. Thank you. We're, I'm bowing to you, and I know Othella is also giving you a big wink and, and I think a big hug to everyone. And Sarah, congratulations to you. I'll just say uh, your personal growth and your story and where you are headed and all of these just divinely inspired and, and very, very firmly rooted in source, these, these decisions that you're made, I, I think are helping so many. I know that they are. So I, I'm very proud and very honored to be on, on your team and to be growing with you. So thank you for having us once again. My pleasure, my pleasure. I opened up my channel and they gave me their direction. And so oh. hold on, folks, because you have no idea what's coming. <laughs> yes. I can see a butterfly wings. Spring. Yeah, expanding. Absolutely. So thank you, Christina and Othella, and to all of you. I know this has been a, you know, a heavy topic today, but you know, take it in from the soul the heart and the spirit don't get caught up with it in the head and take a breath with it take a few breaths with it because when you do you will actually stand understand it's nothing to be afraid of and when you don't live in fear you live in life so until next time folks bye for now